You're listening to a Mutiny Transmission. You can find more podcasts, videos, books, comics, and records online at mutinyinfocafe.com. Or just stop in the store in Denver and have a coffee sometime. You are such a geek. Geek. What is a geek? Welcome again, everyone, to another edition of the Broadcast Geeks, number 209 in the archive. I am one of your hosts, Mr. Jeff Albright. I'm Midnight Mitch Jones. And I'm Matt Oren, and look who's here. I'm Jake Becker. It's me, Jake Yay, Becker. Jake Becker. Jake We're a full band now. We're a full yeah. band. We're full not the band. fake. We're not the fake power trio of the police. We're a full band tonight. Jake came through the fucking portal, like on your left, like motherfucking Sam Wilson. That's true. Yeah. Oh my god, you came out of the blip. Um, so I finished Falcon and Winter Soldier, and and me too, and me too. Honestly, I can't think of a better word than fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's pretty goddamn fantastic. Isn't it? Yeah, the I like. I absolutely loved it, and there was so much. There was so much about it that I disliked. That the peaks far outweigh the valleys. So all in all, I thought it was like like it took it. It took like a Steph Curry like logo three from from Sam. You know what I mean with that speech at the end in the suit to like hit that splash three to make me like all right, this fucking series ruled. I see what they were doing, you know. Certain aspects we will get to later really bothered me, but thumbs up for me also. Was it was let me just ask you this, was one of those valleys, I guess so to speak, was it when Bucky was just like I killed your kid and then he left? No, because I to me, I think the man um gently politely asked him to leave, you know, customarily. Um was like, "Thank you for your message." <laughs> and gave no, I'm not even joking, like gave him a polite nod. And and asked Bucky to politely leave. I don't think Bucky just like left. I'm sure Bucky would have sat there and talked to the man about it. I but agree. I think customarily the man was just like, I've got my peace. And that was the, what the whole thing was about is like, you got to tell someone an uncomfortable truth to give them peace. And I think that man got his peace because then what you saw later was when Bucky walked by the bar and you saw the man taking a shot of sake. He looked different. And he looked at peace. Exactly. Is what he looked like. Yeah, man. Ready to date. And that's the thing. And Bucky then was at peace, you know, because he saw it through the window. He didn't have to go inside and put on a fake persona and talk to the old man. And, and he might have liked the bar the bartender, but you know what I mean? He didn't have to flirt with her for like intellect and getting inside to be, he wasn't trying to be the winter soldier in that moment. He was just Bucky. He was a dude who saw, he, he got what he needed. I thought, I thought it was a beautiful scene actually. Do you Um, you think it would have had more weight though, if he would have been like, you know, like, look, I didn't have any control over it. I'm really sorry. And then do you think it would have given Bucky a little bit more development if Yuri was just like, you know, Thank you for telling me I, you know, like this is, I can never 
live without my son or whatever, but if he was able to get forgiveness from this guy, like mm-hmm. you, if they showed it on screen rather. To me, it would have taken away from it. I'll make this really quick because at the end of the show, they changed the title to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. He's still mm-hmm. the fucking Winter Soldier, man. I think Bucky's. To me, he still has to be a badass. He still has to be the fucking Winter Soldier, man. Like we, we, we need a a White Wolf, a Winter Soldier in the world. You know, like particularly this world that the MCU has dug out. Like we need that dude. Who uh, and this brings up my next question that we'll get to a little bit from later. But like we need a Super Soldier dude like that who has a Wakandan arm and like is part of the Avengers, but like also part of Hydra and he checks all the boxes. You know what I mean? Like he's almost like he's almost like the like overseer kind of like of what's going on on Earth. Like he's seen it all. That Wakandan, one of the what are they called? The Dora Milaje. Um, the Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje. Jesus. Do you think he was he was with that woman in a in a somewhat romantic way? I got a little bit of a vibe that with Io. You, what was her name? Io. Yes. She unwashed his brain and then I, I, unwashed. I, I, I felt like they had they had like a history like there were there was unspoken communication that I felt like they were trying to convey and oh it totally like felt a, like yeah. a romantic chemistry yeah I mean yeah. she was she was physically rehabilitating him she probably had to make sure it worked that's right he, he suffered a lot of trauma you know he sure did well I well, mean the, damn the Wakandans are thorough scientists he was totally totally obviously into Sam's sister yeah. oh yeah. They make jokes about it. What I'm saying, I think that's Bucky's wheelhouse, dude. It's just like, yep. So I think, yes, I think him and her did do that. And there's a thing brought up online about that she... She did obviously knock his arm off, but she also she also leveled it down a couple notches. And and as I read it, and then I took a couple days before I watched it. And then when I watched it, I was like, they kind of put the camera on it a little bit. There's a couple of times when he's trying to use it and it does work, but it's not like how he expects it to. And it's very subtle, very, very subtle. But I think she does control like how charged up it is or how many levels of, you know what I mean? And he he might have manipulated it a little bit to fucking get it to work again. Mm -hmm. There's also in that scene in episode five, when they, when Sam and Bucky beat the shit out of John Walker and get the shield away from him, there's that scene where Walker knocks Bucky across the room and he like lands on some electrical wiring. And like he, when he's on the ground, his arm is like, it's all yeah. freaking out. So, well, there's a couple moments when Sam is even like trying to get him to, or not even trying to get him, but when Bucky voluntarily helps with the boat, that like he uses his arm and, but it doesn't seem as effective. And then there's that one moment where Sam asks him, why didn't you just use the arm? He's like, well, I'm naturally uh, right handed. And I don't think about using it. But to me, that felt like this little blip of an excuse of like, it's not working right now. You know what I mean? Like, but mm, later on, in okay. the, but this is a Rocky type montage where they're fixing the boat. And later on the boat, Sam's trying to like pry the, whatever the little edging off the boat. And, and then Bucky just walks up and rips it off. But it's also a rusted piece of like hardly held on metal. So it's like, yes, my arm works. Yeah, I can rip this off, but like when it really comes down to it, I don't think the arm works like it's supposed to. Hmm. It, 
and Callie agrees. So, yeah. You know. I mean, it took him a little while to bust that like metal lock off that door when he was saving the uh, the hostages, you know? Yeah, but those were, I mean, they kind of also intentionally made them look like when they put them on, it was like, <gasps> who's going to be able to break these off? You know what I mean? Because the guy did like sh- shitty yeah. homemade shield. Hey, can we get on a John Walker like little? Yeah, ran I mean, right first um, off, I, I wanna- had no. Oh, go ahead, man. Do, do you prefer red, blue, or black? Callie says like Johnny, red. How do you like your Johnny Walker? Callie said red. I prefer blue. There's a blue I red. prefer blue. Yeah, blue is good. I lost Mitch on this bad joke. No, I, I just don't think I'm going to buy a goddamn. Con- where can I get a bottle of blue between here and freaking Trinidad? Probably the coal place. mine liquors off the exit on Uento uh, when you're coming down I-25. All right, baby so. boy. I'm buying a, well, I'm buying a, a broadcast broadcast blue bottle. Hey, uh, so I, I read I, I read a brief rumor and, and and I didn't really read much of it, but you know you read the headline saying uh, that John Walker could lead to a Dark Avengers. Yes. Yeah. Led that's, by that's, Elaine. Yeah, that's what Elaine's in there for. That's what Julia <laughs> Louise. Val, get out. Call me Val. I want to see her do the- This is real. Call dude. me Val. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With the little kick. Did you hear about how much they had to hide her on set? Yeah, <laughs> no. They, 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 they're like the quote from the producer is, "We need a cloak for Julia." Yeah, and then the guy started grabbing something. He was like, "No, like an Omega Man size cloak," and they just like threw a tarp on her and walked her silhouette into the into the building so that nobody except the people in her scenes would know about her. That's hysterical. It's pretty fucking cool though, because I definitely didn't see. Uh, so she's gonna like, be like uh, Madame Hydra. T- I'm sorry, Mitch. Go ahead. She's, she's gonna be like Nick Fury for the Dark Avengers. Well, I, isn't that well? For, okay, so M- is she Mitch, gonna lead? Mitch was saying something though. What were you saying? Oh, Mitch? I it was gonna be a dumb joke. I was gonna say much like uh, Pietro Maximoff. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> So I've read two things. She's going to either be leading the Dark Avengers or possibly a reimagined version of the Thunderbolts. Ooh. Either way, I, that sounds fucking cool. It's going to be Thunderbolts because they already announced that. But I think it's going to be done as the Dark Avengers. Do you get what I mean? Cool. I think I think it'll oh be God. characters and shit incorporated from both. But I think the directive and the way it's going to okay, operate yeah, will be. Yeah. yeah. So can you introduce like Dark Avengers version of Dakin without introducing Wolverine first? I don't think no, so. No, but. Dude, I think that shit's coming a lot quicker than than you think. I don't know if we're gonna get like totally movies, but photons of fucking mutants. I'm telling. Yeah, I will yeah. say this right now on this fucking podcast. I believe Hugh Jackman will be in one, at least one Marvel own or sorry Disney owned Marvel movie as Wolverine. Oh, at least too. one. It could be five minutes. It could be five they've fucking already, minutes. But it's coming. It's going to happen. Taking meetings. Right. Yes. He got he got caught at the building. Yeah. They. From what I understand, the Wolverine. Well, they're going to say this. So Hugh Hugh Jackson's biggest disappointment is that this. He, I don't. He I do don't it. want to make. No, he said, I don't want to make Logan not real. I want Logan yeah. to be a real movie. And they said, we're going to make it, a, from what they told him, it's going to be a multiverse thing. This won't be that Logan. This will be, and we'll explain it, and we'll perfectly write it and package it and hand it to you in a way that, sent, you know, so, he's going to uh, fucking get a millions and millions right, so of wait, dollars. So they, they might have tied this in, but in the Avengers, they sent, um, excuse me, in Falcon, they send Zemo to the raft. So yeah. yeah. Who's manning the raft? Who's at the raft? Um, because also they hung out in Madripoor. 
the Fantastic Four. I, I don't know the the Madripoor connection. I I can't place it for that's that's like the it's that's a, like the Las Vegas place, yeah. lawless island in in X Men where Wolverine operates a casino. Gotcha. Yeah, he hangs out at the Princess Bar, which they showed in that episode with Madripoor. Okay. Yep. So um, the raft, though, also has Fantastic Four ties because that's where I thought Reed yeah. was responsible for that. He, he was, but in this universe, Stark is because the raft has existed in the movies for a while. Okay. Yeah. yeah but the abomination <laughs> and is the in, shows in the raft, right? Yeah. He will be out for She Hulk, from what I read. Like he's already nice. filmed scenes. Uh, Tim Tim Roth has already filmed scenes. Interesting. And I, and from what I read, they're going to make it an updated abomination. They're going to make it look like the abomination is supposed to look to not like right. supposed to look not just like this melted wax figure of a fucking seven point five creature you have. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed the comic accurate Captain America costume for Sam Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. I did too. Looks I thought that was a real cool move. Whew, looks really good on well, screen, man. Well, yeah, and you know, there's some costume producer that's got to be on set keeping that shit white. That is very mad that they went that direction. Right. I saw many like, people on Twitter making fun of the ear holes, though. They were like, "Ear they holes just fit. did not work, man." Well, no, they just yeah, they don't actually fit. His ears are crunched down. They His do. They are crunched down. His ears don't pop through the hole. It like kind of upset me. I was like, they didn't have a fucking fitting. Like, he looks like is- he's he's like <laughs> he looks like he's trying to wear like a fucking fitted cap backwards. He's like, I'm yes. I choose to keep my earlobes out instead of tucked in the hat. Like I was gonna I, this say, is my like size. an oversized one, like it's the mid-90s yeah, man, yeah, era. You just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you like you choose the side, like, do I keep my earlobes out or do I flip them or do I keep them in and tucked? He, he and the right definitely. choice is always out. Oh, man. Unless you have Obama or Will Smith ears. You always yeah, but go the tech, out. Dude, the suit was so fucking dope, man. The oh, tech. no, it's dope. The multiple fucking Redbirds. Oh, dude. Okay. Can I ask you guys, can we get nitpicky? Because I love being nitpicky. That's kind of my thing. What did you guys think about the Sam Wilson training montage? Like, where he just, like, learned to do parkour and, like, or is that something he... <laughs> already knew my dog is just like no he that was fake it's, shit it's stuff he, that would have already been just, in his skill set that he was perfecting all right, and they were perfecting oh, i know it yeah. just looks so like i've never done a triple flip flip off a tree and catch a sword but he's like i'm gonna do it now because i ran around the lake three times exactly like, it, it just felt very rocky it just felt very rocky and like, yeah but right. he was he was legit only adding a shield to his routine Dude, if they'd have put one time five weeks later, you know what I mean? <laughs> or just something to make my brain be like, all right, I can I can do the math on that. This motherfucker trained for five weeks using pads and shields and fucking dude, how did not not like cut a fucking head off? Like tell talk to me about this Wakandan Falcon oh, armor. Yeah. Oh dude. Yes. And they didn't get into it, but it's gotta be vibranium, right? Oh yeah. That's all they have over there, I thought. What do you mean, though? His suit? The wings. His suit didn't seem to do anything. Oh, the wings. Dude, they dug into the ground. They formed like a dome. They fucking, they were like Wolverine claws almost. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, except not as strong. I can't wait to see Wolverine rip through some fucking vibranium. Wait, I thought they could. Yeah, I thought they were. No, I thought it was more powerful. No, that's why why Cap's shield is an alloy in the book. (laughs) 
Mm, that's right. That's right. Yeah. What do you mean? What uh, do you mean? Cap's shield in the books is an alloy of adamantium and, and vibranium that Stark made, which <gasps> is why Stark had to be involved. It wasn't that he just used raw metal from Africa. He made an alloy that was unstoppable by everything. Wait, wait, wait. Haven't we talked about this before? Like Wolverine's claws cutting through Captain America's shield? Like It won't oh, cut yeah. through Captain America's shield because Captain America's shield is an adamantium alloy. Oh, that's not that you meant that. It was- but it'll cut through Black Panther's suit. It'll cut through other vibranium. Oh, shit. it'll cut through vibranium. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But, it, but Captain America's shield in the movies is just vibranium. It's not vibranium and adamantium. I mean, this so- other one might. It's from a different timeline. It might be. That's true. Love, speaking of shields, I love the sadness of that one fucking scene when they showed his his award on the back of the shield. Yeah, no, not even that because it got him a little pumped up. But there was this one scene where you they just showed that fucking he worked so hard to make that shield and the awards, and it falls oh. down the stairs and it's all crumpled. Yeah, it's like right before it's like right before he becomes like a good guy again. But it's just like no shit, dude. I kept warning. It was like. Well, how the fuck can he make a shield in his garage and it's gonna last? And it was so cool that Marvel's like, no, it's not gonna last. It's gonna get crumpled like a fucking Pepsi can. And yeah, fuck yeah. It, it doesn't matter how many fucking stars and stripes you put on it or shields or awards <laughs> or like, nah, dude, it's not vibranium or fucking yeah, advantage. Get us award. <laughs> yeah, but oh, well, I thought he was gonna get up and whoop asses, and he didn't, though. That's the thing, he didn't. What? Yeah, it because he remembered he, that he used to do the yeah, right thing. It made, well, it made him crawl back deeper into his shell, man. Okay, I mean, that's what I wanted a, to get a to. Couple, a one I fucking love this dude. Oh, go ahead, Mitch. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, regarding Sam doing those like flips and shit where he catches the shield, his training montage was for him to learn how to do that because he does that shit with his wings assisted. So him learning how to do that without wings was kind of like that's okay, true I, gotta, I don't have my wings anymore and he had i have to do it as a human point. right yeah so that makes that's great all sense. i wanted to say good great point great point for sure so though if he was doing it with his old suit but when he joined the avengers that motherfucker would have the body mass to just like steering that suit right i think maybe all of us would have 20 to 35 seconds in us before we'd be like my abs fell out of my asshole <laughs> no, I'd fucking die, dude. I'd fucking just like, steer it straight. I didn't down. know you could do that, but I shit my stomach out. It was gone. Yeah. I squeezed too tight to make that turn. <laughs> I'd ra- I'd rather crash than struggle to crash. Like I'd rather just make it a thing than just like fight it and then eventually do it. He has mastery of that suit for sure. To some of those oh, dude. stunts, the ability, uh, like the things that he was doing, was great. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're like twenty, like turtled it, up and fucking. Well, doesn't doesn't it go back to the original point where he says he was one of like two or three people ever trained to use the suit and the other guy right. died? I think he says one of yeah. two and the other guy died, which was his partner. So he literally is the only person in the world that knows how to use it. Yeah. Yo, Zemo um, is the best. He, oh, God. Every character on that show. Yeah, dude. I'm glad they didn't kill him off and he's still in the universe for whatever the fuck. He's too good. So I have to say this. That was my because it caught me in a moment. That part, that scene. So when his butler blew the fucking truck up of the super soldier <laughs> agent. Okay. It blew my fucking mind because I could not, I did not in that second put two and two together. Yeah. I did not recognize that as his Alfred. I, I, I just was caught in this moment. I was like, okay, the dude, the, the eight, the, the guy said to them, one people, one all or whatever they fucking say. And he shuts the door. The world. 
Yeah, and I was right. like, oh, God, they're all going to get out now. Fuck this, because I was so upset they're all going to get out. And I, I just don't like loose ends and things like this. And then, sure shit, they show Zemo Alfred fucking blow him up. And I did not know who that was. And so when they went to that scene with Zemo at the raft, just literally being Loki in that moment, you know what I mean? Just seriously right. chilling like Loki. I was just like, that was literally one of my favorite moments from the entire thing, man. Because... He was so good early in the show, and then they kind of cut him out of that last episode or two. Uh, Zemo, right. that being. Yeah. He was great. Uh, uh, did you think back. for a second that it was old-ass Steve Rogers that killed all those people? Before you were like, oh, wait, that's the fucking butler for Zeno. I, w- I wish I would have thought that now that you say it, because um, I think <laughs> that's coming, man. Because Chris... It seems like he signed a contract to do a couple more things. That's the rumor online. I bet Jake knows more about it. But it seems like Chris is coming back to do some shit, man. No, it already surfaced. He agreed to do voice acting for all the Captain America appearances in any of the shows and uh, a future. uh, The what if. And then I think he's going to appear in a couple i think i think he's going to appear in squirrel girl yeah i think but but basically he signed an in continuity in continuation contract of like i will voice my character that i built for you guys with you guys so he won't be on because that's that's no real work he can go in his office and do what we're doing right now yeah, and he's and not going to be his in audio Ca- tape. He's not going to be in Captain America Four. Though, is what you're saying? It, oh, it yeah. doesn't he's sound not. like it. He, he might have a cameo, but that's not what he was in contract talks about. They were making sure they could secure him forever, or until he was very sick of it to do voice work. But now voice work is so fucking easy to do. You don't even have to go to a studio anymore. So it's a pretty easy sell on these guys. Like when we were kids, like the uh, Buzz Lightyear cartoon didn't have Tim Allen because he didn't want to drive to a studio for 25 hours a week. Right. But I guarantee if he could have done it when he got home from doing whatever else he did, he would have taken that check. That's fair. Yeah. All the like Tom Hanks brother does all of the all of his voices in commercials. So like really? anytime it's Woody or yeah, he does Woody for like the made for what? TV shows. His and, brother, yeah. not his kid. It's his brother. No, it's his brother. And it's one of Tim Allen's brothers that do both of their voices for all the Toy Story shit when they're not Dude, doing it. I can't remember what it's in, but Tom Hanks' brother's impression of Tom Hanks is so fucking eerily good. It, it's psychotic. And he can do Tom doing things perfectly. Right. Really? Yeah. I don't know anything about this. Well, it was good money in the 90s and stuff when really going to a studio sucked. So there'd be these you guys. Like, the guy who did Murray's voice and did Garfield and all that shit, but he basically did Bill Murray's voice. Lorenzo Music. Yeah. And then there was other guys, but you'd get cast because they couldn't actually get the voice talent they wanted because it was a tedious job back then when you were doing it straight to tape and they had to do a lot more fucking in studio action calling and you couldn't just run through it for 45 minutes in your house and send the tape into the engineer, make it work. Do you, any of you have a brother that sounds like you that's in your age group? I have no brothers. Yeah. My identical twin brother Thaddeus recorded at least five episodes of Broadcast Geeks. Nice. Yeah. We got <laughs> Thaddeus. Hey, uh, and for you listeners, Thaddeus Jones is going to be at the Comedy Fort uh, next weekend. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Thaddeus Carbuncle Jones. Yeah, Carbuncle Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, like, that's pretty dope need- though no so none of you have brothers do any of you have a brother i have a brother what i didn't know that i don't yeah I know, bro- we've all known each other and so i guess you guys don't know if i have any siblings i wouldn't suspect you to know I have a sister because you're an you have a sister 
Yeah. I have two sisters. Yes. Well, you have one that you talk about. Right. Yeah. One's rich, so I don't talk about her. Really. <laughs> you don't want to affect her net wealth. Yeah. No, nah, she asked network? me not to talk about her. So <laughs> it's just me, me and the other sisters are on the same level of, of uh <laughs> I will say this about my my sister that I'm talking about right now. I'm not gonna say her name because she she's fucking she should have been a comedian our whole lives i was just like she's the funniest person i've ever met she's the funniest person i know no one and i'm not saying it's because of family member because obviously i just i have no ties to any i'm just like i'm a very unemotional like person about ties to people but my fucking sister is seriously the funniest person i've ever met and i'm sure we all say this but anyway to I move on, I never said that about either one of my dude. Sisters. I'm seriously, my sister, they're both some of the most unfunny fucking bitches I've ever met, dude. I've been okay, so the past two or three relationships I've been with, uh, every person I've been with is like, Your sister is the funniest person I've ever met, and I'm just like, I know, I know, I know. I'm just like, I fell farther down the right branch. I well, that's the thing, I hit my head too many branches down the tree, and then she caught a branch and just is like, I don't want to do comedy, I'm intelligent. And I was just like, okay, that makes sense. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, that makes sense. I hit my head too many times. She's like, I want to talk joke, in front of people. For you. Oh, man. I, I, we're so different, Matt. I do, this you, feels weird. Been on we're doing our podcast, lately, but, you've had some good jokes come out lately. Like, you're, yeah, she, my sister is. Uh, and Diesel one was, was pretty popular. That one got oh, some roll. What was that event to? <laughs> no, Jake, I made sure not to make it event to anybody's car. So I searched, uh, I literally. I you should have gone see- out of your way to make it a real shitty car. No, it was the well, van to the car you sold, Joel. No, it was, oh, it, dude, it was not. It was a van that doesn't work. That's why I did it because I'm. Yeah, think, I think like that. I'm a very like. I didn't want this to come back to someone, so I I googled like sample VIN. like what is the most ex- you know like sample phone number like five five five, and this is yeah. the VIN number. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking put somebody's car out there. But the funny thing, tonight I was at work and I was closing the brewery down and there was a commercial where they were selling cars and they were putting the VIN numbers at the bottom of the commercial. So I yeah. guess it really doesn't matter. I thought this no, was like it's, your... it's in a it's in a clear window on your windshield and most cars. It's yeah, not a big deal. You're right. Anybody you can walk you up and take it. Right. You can't do anything with it. I just thought it was like a social security number. I'm like, if I give up my VIN number, you know what I'm listening to on Sirius XF FM. And you know what I mean? Like, you know, my, all my driving habits, like what's actually that that's probably true. If you're a smart enough hacker, but I don't think anybody that's that good of a hacker is wasting their time. You can do that. Somebody is. If it was like in an accident. Yeah. My car's cleaning. Yeah. Violation. But just funny. Yeah. It was just funny, man. It's just like, I don't know. This is a good one. This is the most response I've gotten online in a long time. Yeah. It felt good. The, but I haven't tried to write to jokes his arm. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, but she just typed like, it in uh, real quick. That, that, that's don't it just drops off. A tow truck comes. <laughs> <laughs> How um, heavy you think Bucky's arm, dude? Oh, that's a oh, good dude, question. I've I've seen estimates on that, and how heavy Black Panther's suit would have to be before it was nanites, because it wasn't fucking nanites in the right. book. Right. But it's insane. I think Black Panther's suit would have to be like two hundred and fifty pounds or some shit, because wow. it's an all metal armor. It's mm. a light metal. So yeah, could you just be weak as shit, like just some like schlub, like just me? I'm getting in. I'm worked out forever. Do the work, and the suit would just do the work. Or do you yes. have to work out like Chad no, you have Bozeman? To, you have to drink the heart-shaped herb potion. Yeah, I think Chad Bozeman's suit, you got to power yourself. And definitely in the right, old school, right. 
Black Panther. So let's say that. I think the suit would make you strong. All right. Then I have to get into my question. We might have talked about this last episode. This shit bothers the hell out of me. The Winter Soldier Serum. Any serum. Captain America gets yoked as fuck. Bucky doesn't change. Um, None of them has changed. But Zemo wants to kill all super soldier serum people. Why does he not want to kill Bucky? And does Zemo know that John Walker took the super soldier serum? Yes, he knows John took the super soldier serum. He doesn't want to kill Bucky or Cap because both of them didn't exhibit any of the superiority things. He explained that in the show that he doesn't like have a problem with these people just because he thinks they well, need I know to eradicate he's playing it, but after any further because there's such a supremacy problem with him and he's seen how bad that is or whatever. I remember that. I remember that. But after you blew that fucking truck up, I was just like, dude, this has to be deeper, man. So is he going to become like, is he going to go after Bucky or uh, who John Walker? I guess that's my next question. Once he gets no, out of the raft. I think it's just one of those weird things where you don't have to be that good of a dude to hate supremacists. I think he could be uh, the foil to whatever group might form with John Walker. I think that's a good. Yeah. Call. I think he yeah. might want to come after John Walker and then. Yeah, because John Joe. Walker's a fucking problem. Right. Dude, he's got a twitch. He even showed the twitch at the very end because Julie Weiss Dreyfus says to him, he puts the suit on. He's like, it's all black. It's the same. He's just like, she says something to him and he shakes his head. He does the same thing when he fucking remembers his buddy dying. When the shield is pressed on him, he keeps like closing his head, shaking his head. So there's something, there's something going on with that dude, man. I think Zeke for that group if they make something out of it. Yeah. He'd be awesome. Yeah, man. Dude, he's, uh, I guess Mitch, Mitch said it. He's the best villain fucking Marvel's had, I think. Or how did we time. forget talking about him on the last episode? We did talk who, about him a little bit. No, who was it we forgot? Uh, Red Skull. No. Uh, uh, Thanos? No, never, I don't know. I can't remember who we but anyway. We I really forgot, love Zemo, we forgotten man. Zemo. I love, we brought him I love up. Zemo. Yeah, he's been great. I have not looked into it that deeply, and I'm not sharp enough to catch it, but I know however they used him in the show, retcons whatever happened to him in the old shit. Mm. Yeah. Jake, I was thinking up. about that today. It fucks up the continuation of the stories. Yeah, because in the old stories, he was kind of a just like standard soldier, not a, from a rich family. He had a family, and they were killed. He was a And it made him go on this... No, he had a family, I thought. Then was Baron Zemo. Yeah. No, not, first, new, not when he's first, what is it, Ultron? Fuck, I can't even remember now. I believe it is Ultron. Uh, yeah, he's just, he's like a soldier, and he loses his family. And, and he, it, They don't give him any wealth or like, they don't put him on some sort of pedestal. He's just right. like an average guy. But, and then in this series, he's got a fucking butler and a jet, and he's a Baron, and he's there is guy. a... There's a lot of discussion online about like in little articles and all the geek sites about why, how, what is the difference? How did that change? How are they going to fix that? Yeah. Cause in the, in the, I, I just kind of remembered it while you were talking about it in the introduction, he's like Baron Von Zemo's son or grandson. Right. Cause in the comics just, there's Heinrich Zemo, which is like a world war two era Zemo. And then there's Helmut Zemo who is Daniel, who Daniel Brule plays. Yeah. 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 Well, they totally changed the character. I mean, when they first introduced him in Ultron, he's just a soldier. I love it, though. I love what they're doing with him now because I didn't care for it before. I liked that they were using him, but he didn't have the mask. He didn't do the mask, dude. When the mask fucking, when he grabs that out of that car, that's such a great moment. Yeah. Dude, he's yeah. A, he's my favorite villain in the Marvel Universe right now. He's right. literally the closest thing we have to a Doctor Doom or a 
Um, I think the Marvel universe is that the, the heaviness of the good guy side is really taking a toll on me. I, I mean, I know Thanos had, we had that moment. We had the blip and we had to wait, what, two years between, you know, all, you know, age of Ultron or not. I'm sorry, but between the two big Avengers movies. Yeah. And yeah, but it's like, we knew what was going to happen. We knew that the good guy was going to come out and it seems to always do, but I don't know. I like something about Zemo, man, that like underlying bad guy influence that is going to kind of fuck shit up here in a little bit. It's always going to come back. I I just, there's got to be balance. You know what I mean? It can't be like every once in a while we have a Thanos type level character that like set resets everything. I don't know. Oh, they're, so- they, they, they are doing that though. They're going to do it in phases just like they did last time. We're going to get King the Conquerors coming. It took, uh, yeah. Kang, Kang's going to be the next Thanos, but it's, it's like, or no, not Kang. Who's the guy who eats worlds? Galactus. 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 Oh, so Fantastic Four. Oh. Fantastic Four, but the next one, the next like mini event at the end of the next phase is going to be Secret Wars. They've already announced this. Fucking wait. But it's, you know, I'll say this, guys, right here. We can mark the date, whatever it is, end of this month. April 27th. April, yeah. It's going to dip. Secret Wars is singularly the greatest thing in comic book history to me. It was the first seriously crossover team up event in a comic book thing it was the most beautiful thing i still own it in a graphic novel i don't any comic books outside of dark phoenix and that graphic novel wise and it's just the most beautiful piece of thing i remember it was art to me as a kid did you see what jake's showing you no i'm because i don't do the video thing but i'm just like i just man i don't like secret wars 2 i tried to read the new one it was just dumb to me the original one was so beautiful and so they'll never do the beyonder on screen like the beyonder is supposed to be done and they'll never like just pull all these characters so beautifully done in all their costumes and the team wise i don't know i want it to happen but i'll ultimately know i'll be disappointed i don't know man i uh you think they'll make zemo the villain in captain america 4 with sam wilson as captain america no do you really think any of these comic books are better than the Raphael issue of the original ninja turtles because that's the best comic book of all time i'm not a ninja turtles guy that's beautiful that you own that i'm not no it's not even that i own it you got to read it because you're going to be like okay now i think i understand this to me all right secret wars iron man wearing roller skates flirting with captain marvel as they race down a hallway that's the greatest thing oh. I've ever seen. Because yeah, but a bunch, of, people, roller a bunch of people say that same sentence as to say why it was the downfall of comics. I know it is. It was. It was two characters that were not supposed to be. It was not Tony Stark, and it was not. Uh, it was Rhodey. Yeah. It, well, no, but it wasn't even. It was Monica Rambo. It wasn't um, as Captain Marvel. Yeah, as Captain Marvel. It was a very moment in comic book history. We had two black characters that were substituting traditionally white characters um flirting with each other i just remember reading that as a kid being so like rock like hard. fucking this is so cool man like they're all on a planet they were almost all in vegas that's what it felt like to me like let's take all the superheroes and send them to vegas and take all the people out and let them party their fucking asses off and fight and that's what yeah. secret wars felt like to me dude I, i'm interested how they're gonna have to tailor the story because there's no way they're gonna make it that fucking weird because that played like a saturday morning cartoon that they're, they're gonna have to make it make more sense well i think Especially that's where hulk hulk and fucking thor were already in this battle dome so i think that's what the doctor strange is building i think that's what they're really gonna do with the the 
next Doctor Multiverse. Fate movie. Yeah, the multiverse. What's so, going on with the new Spider-Man movie? Who are the main, they're getting ready to open up the fucking floodgates right now. Who are the? They're they're doing a Secret Invasion TV series. Huh? They are doing that oh, yeah. as well. Yes, Amelia Clark just got cast in a random role. We speculated in the chat that it would be Spider Woman. Huh. I mean. Is she voicing Spider-Woman for Into the Spider-Verse? No, I don't think so. She's just got cast in the Secret Invasion TV series. So yeah, my, really... my, spec- my speculation is she would be uh, Spider-Woman. The fake, not the real Jessica Jones, but the Kroll or Scroll. Sorry, Kroll. Remember Kroll? Hey, movie. yeah. The best fucking Frisbee you could ever What's throw. That? Yeah, that's dead. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Fucking three-day to disc. I thought you were Kroll. talking about Nick. <laughs> Nick Kroll. No, I don't like that guy. We'll have him at the fortune. <laughs> hey, can I, see you guys? I can't wait to get off the chat so we can talk about who's coming to the comedy for it. But anyway, you guys, I told you, Jeff, you mentioned it last week, but while I had some downtime, I watched up to the current episode of Invincible on Prime Video. Fuck yeah. Or like a half an hour away from the end of the most recent episode. Oh my god! Yeah, man, is that episode right. seven, Jake? I think so. Yeah, it's so fucking. I like it, but it's tedious, man. Can I ask a question real quick? Sure. Have, there's four of us recording. Uh, have any are are all four of you or the rest of you uh, familiar with the comic book? Or are we all coming in kind of blind? <laughs> Matt, I'm familiar, familiar with the comic book. And Matt, you uh, are too, right? I, I've read it, but I don't remember the full premise i i know that that the scrolls have taken over a bunch of people yeah i have read it yeah i do remember it now we're talking no, invincible. invincible oh invincible i don't remember it i read it though it's fine it's it's a good book but it's the no nah, i'm know, like the scrolls are in invincible it's, like, an, it's animated the boys yes that's a good way to yes. describe it well, I also watch. Jake, can I ask you? I uh, want to hear your take on it. Which, which, <laughs> oh, dude, that should be a segment every week. It's My Jake. Jake on it. Oh, Jake's yeah. takes. Oh, Jake's <laughs> takes. My Jake on it. No, can I ask, uh, which came out, which came out in comic book version, uh, first, Invincible or The Boys? The Boys. All right. On Image, it was, where do they come out? Uh, Dynamite is for the boys. Dynamite, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. But I- Invincible is definitely Image, right, Jake? Yeah, Invincible is Image. So I you watched, guys feel, go ahead, Mitch. Oh, I was just going to say, man, you told me to watch at least the first episode uh, to watch Omni Man fight the Guardians fuck. of the Fuck. Holy fuck, man. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, that blew my brain because that was everything I wanted to see. Like, were you experiencing in the moment, like, this is Superman fighting the Justice League. This is yep. fucking like so and so in the Marvel use just killing everyone. Like, oh fuck, man. It was an emotional <sighs> experience. I'm not gonna fucking lie, man. <laughs> I think for the amount of drama in it, the faces needed to be animated better. What do you mean? It's it's tedious for me to watch them have like the husband and the wife who's suspicious of murder arguments and shit in the house when like they don't quite speak to right. Me, to me, it's not even those moments, it's just that moment. It's just a fight, man. It's like just watching him rip their fucking faces apart and like it was crazy. Just to see what like Superman could really do to Wonder Woman or karate. Aquaman or fucking, fucking like what they could do to him, you know what I mean? That Fuck, one man. Head off. Yeah, Omni Omni Man karate chops the immortals head off. Also Omni-Man catches uh, Darkwing, their version of uh, Batman, and fucking slams his, his face first into the uh, the floor and bashes out his teeth, yeah. then flips him over and bashes out the back of his skull. 
before just well, throwing I had to, to, watch to me it more than once, man. To me, it was just like, yeah, that's what Batman fucking gets, man. Like, to me, I was just like, why? That's what I wanted to see. Like, fuck Batman, man. I just always never understood that shit, man. I'm not a Batman guy. Like, to me, like, I could see any You're superhero. You're pro-Superman in the Batman versus fucking, Superman nah, fight? man. Not even pro-Superman, but just, like, pro- Omni-Man. Like, just pro anyone with powers, man. Like Omni-Man's I would hot love, garbage. Dude, I would pay money to see Wolverine fucking beat the fuck out of Batman. I would I would literally yeah. cash in my doggy coin to fucking watch that <laughs> shit, dude. Is that how it's pronounced? Ah? Dogie? Nah, I'm I say it I say it incorrectly because we're on a podcast. So like okay. I'm not trying I'm not I know, don't know anything yeah, really yeah. about it. I just read the word. So nah, I mean, um, we're not talking about that shit right now, but yeah. I don't know. I'm not a financial I, advisor. I really enjoyed the series. Like the the first episode of Invincible was enough for me to be interested. <laughs> oh, having man. not having not read the comics at all, just to go. It does. Watch yeah, dude. The rest of the like, uh, like, like at I first thought- I was watching it on some like Reddit, like watch this shit for free site, and then I was just like, I can't fucking do this because it keeps pausing every two minutes. I'm just gonna get a free Prime Video trial. And I watched all of Invincible up to episode seven. The finale comes. You were like sucking like a vacuum on that. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, is this an anime? Like, is it technically an anime? It, it's got a lot of traditional like Western nah, animation. I mean, to me, it feels like, like. I mean, I don't know what they describe it as. I don't know. It's pretty anime. That was what my bitch was about the emoting. Is like the there's not. The mouths aren't animated enough. They're like following puppet rules. Mm. I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't mind that. it as a as a person that's not really big into anime. I liked it. The voice cast is amazing. Stephen Young, yeah, Jesus Christ, it's insane the amount of people they have on the show. Sandra O oh is his mom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Then Kevin Michael Richardson as the Mahler twin. Mark yep. Hamill's in it. Wally Goggs, Walton Goggins is the like Cecil the guy who's right. kind of like the nick fury oh do you think we'll see this in a live action format do you think no, they'll try not. to probably not why not what do you mean we've already seen the boys though like oh man. The, bo- the, the boys is a lot less expensive why 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 like because they're not fighting super powered other people yeah it's one yeah, base group they yeah, fight each other though there's not new villains there's not the monster of the week people coming out of the woodwork that's true yeah but i mean they can i mean they dumb everything down for television so are they going to give us a neutered version of invincible based on how popular the boys or doom patrol or you know all these things that we're really loving talking about these kind of like pg-13 almost are based on gore non-sex you know what i mean like i think we're gonna get more of this i think we're just gonna up the ante i hope amazon bought all the rights and this is what they decided to do with it they had the rights to everything i also enjoyed watching the boys it's like that old Jim Gaffigan joke where it's just like, hey, I finally saw Heat. Heat, that came out like six years ago. Uh, yeah, I well, talk you about saw it. Now. And you want to talk about it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, it, dude. Man, when so at the end of the first episode, man, Carl Urban, so fucking good in the show. He is so fucking good, man. Uh, when he fucking 
like spits blood on the uh or like when when translucent the invisible like yeah uh, he comes in to fuck up Lee Healy in the the uh store and carl <laughs> urban's just like well 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 if it ain't the invisible cunt and just fucks him up yeah man that's like one of the best lines in the history of tv yeah. the invisible cunt Come on, that's beautiful in every direction. I would agree, yeah. actually. The one thing that I have to fucking say, and I don't know if this is just an issue with my ears, but I fucking, I really had to back it up a little bit, especially with Frenchie. And uh, I had to turn on the subtitles and be like, what the fuck did he just say? Because Frenchie kind of speaks in like Franglish. So mm-hmm. he's like French. He speaks in English with French slang. And, so you're my uh, dad now. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm Mitch's dad because I, I have that same thing, man. I can't I can't watch anything. My it's just our, my ears, I man. Knew, I, I already knew you were my dad. Well, I've lived in I've lived in outdoor concerts my whole life, so my ears are fucked. But I, I agree with Mitch. I there were a lot of parts where I just could not. Like I had to rewind it, and kind of fucking decipher it a little bit. I watch everything with subtitles, so just yeah, compensate by that. Reading. You say that a lot, so you just watch everything with subtitles, man. I just keep subtitles on for everything because I don't mind reading shit while I'm watching. <laughs> Isn't it, it ruined porn? <laughs> I don't. I don't uh, do uh, it with uh, that. Yeah, fair enough. Anything uh, I watch on my TV, I don't watch that on my TV. No, I only brought that up because I saw recently that they offered closed captioning on porn on Pornhub, now, and that cra- it cracks me up endlessly. Hey man, if you tra- if you travel, that shit comes in handy. You know, what I mean? where, where are you just... masturbating in public on your traveling, Jeff? You can hey, same until you're in a hotel or a bathroom. You can find <laughs> Jeff masturbating. All those with headphones. That's 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 for another episode of Broadcast Sneaks, where we just sneak away <laughs> to foreign countries. We're like broadcast so, creep. But Matt, so I want to do the sneaker show still. But anyways, yes, go ahead, Matt. I was I want to ask you this, Matt, because ask me. Uh, I want to answer. Uh, Subtitles. Yes. You you have them on all the time. All the time. You must be a fast reader. Yes. And you also, does this not distract from actually watching the show? Or do you are you 100% focused on these subtitles? So when I would watch anime as a younger person, I would prefer to watch it in Japanese and, and then read the subtitles. So you're you get, subs, not dubs, guy. Yeah. Yep. Better emotions. So you we've get, established that when you told me to go fuck myself with the english version of shin godzilla but uh go on (laughs) by the way i have i haven't watched it yet but i have it i need to watch it so yeah i just i like subtitles and i've gotten used to doing both now there are times where yes i miss like something that happened and i and i have to rewind it but it's very rare i'm usually able to read somewhat peripherally while i'm watching what i'm watching it's an acquired skill and I only look down at the words if I really need to because I'm struggling. Otherwise, you know, I, I do that. I kind of get in tune with it after a while. Like it's like driving and looking out the, yeah. looking out the side real quick. You know? I'm I'm I have like I suffer from hypervigilance, which is like people don't know what it is, but it's fucking horrible. You're daredevil. <laughs> yeah, man. I I can like re I can like read the subtitles for like 10 15 minutes into a movie and then watch the movie and understand what they're saying but i have no fucking clue what the link you know i I don't understand japanese or chinese or hyper village just makes you like in tune with everything it's so fucking weird man Uh, i hate it i don't want anyone to ever have it uh so i'm not saying it's a cool thing is a hyper vigilante this man no nah, man it's not it's it's laziness hyper vigilance is like when you're just sitting on your ass 
and fucking observing everything and like realizing like you you hear every conversation you you fucking understand every conversation you see everything that's going on it's a weird fucking thing man i like it but anyway I nah man it sucks it's not a it's not a superpower of any sort oh so it's just a state of increased alertness all right that makes it, yeah, it sucks man it really sucks i hear right. i don't sleep i fucking stay up all night yeah, you know funny. any sound you know what so, I mean? you're just yes, like mitch i i just keep it on uh, whenever and sometimes I'll even let um, like YouTube or whatever do it for me. Hmm. Uh, but very rare. You're a madman. You're a madman. Very rare. I like to read, and I I I mean I I haven't read a book, read read a book in a in a while. Uh, I used to love to read, and you know I I just I like having both. Yeah. Read Chantal's book. I'm also in a bit of a, 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 a I want to talk about it now, even though it's old. Have any of you seen Pickle and Peanut? No. It's a John, it's a Johnny Pemberton led Disney uh, cartoon about a pickle and a peanut, and I could not recommend it more. It's on Disney. Is it on G Plus? It's on Disney Plus. It oh. ran from like 2016 to 2019 or something, and it is a fucking treasure i can't believe that disney made it it's very lewd it's very rude it seems more like 90s nickelodeon than it does like do you all disney remember shit. a show called syphil and ollie yeah I, I i don't know where to watch that the syphil and ollie show they were like they were puppets they were sock puppets right rhino owns distribution rights and it was very trippy yeah i think i, I think it. it's one of those things that's kind of in limbo like the monkeys the monkeys uh -huh. is owned by them too and it's hard to watch I like the monkeys. I used to watch that as a kid. So did you, Jeff. I never thought about I never thought about looking the monkeys up to watch, but I love it. Yeah. And now that you've told me it's difficult to watch, I'm very upset. Yeah, Just I am too. Because you can watch it on there's all, TV. There's only a handful. Oh, I thought you were gonna say on YouTube. There's a handful of them on YouTube at like weird aspect ratios. But me, does play it sometimes. We could do a fucking episode on those dudes. On the monkeys, like yeah, dude, they were phenomenon, man. Like I had a, they were almost the Beatles, daughter. but they had a fucking television show that was. Oh God, me too. Oh my God! You had to throw me off track right there. Sorry. Uh, yeah, they were like the Beatles in the sense she was like my number two. Manufactured like it, it, Backstreet it Boys. Was, oh God, they were so good. Fucking, they wrote great jams though. Mickey Dolan's Peter was Tork. one of the yes, Michael Nesmith. Yes, yeah. they were great fucking songwriters, man. And yeah. people think of like they were like this like generic Beatles. Um, almost like jackass version of the Beatles. They had a television no, show. They, all had a, they, they all did had like fucking dude. The, the, I, I think as I get older, their songs become more memorable than Beatles songs. And that's a really dumb statement. But yet I fucking love the monkey so much, man. Well, shit. Oh, yeah. I stole one of their songs and made it the famous Shrek song. Yeah. And that's that's actually face. a Neil Diamond. What? Neil Diamond wrote a lot oh. of the songs that the monkeys sang. Oh, I did not know that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, that whoa, whoa. some uh, weird, wild stuff, Ed. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> now I'm all getting fucked up. Neil well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that Neil Diamond is maybe one of the top three greatest songwriters. Yes, time. I'm not. I don't love him. I've never owned a Neil Diamond record, but he's on my motherfuckers. Are, he's a prolific songwriter. Definitely, yeah, dude. John, Jonathan Livingston, Livingston Seagull slaps that album. Fucking rips, dude. <laughs> you trying to get laid in the middle of a summer day? 
We don't have any Red Sox names. I'm, We're not I'm Red more Sox of a fan, Tobias but... Livingston Seagull, you know? Oh, dude. Yeah. Toby. <laughs> I, you guys didn't even talk about Toby to me, dude. I, He's I, my I, wizard I, god creature. Toby's the Toby, shit. I to- miss him. I'll say this, and I just because we're getting old, we're getting late. Tobias literally built Comedy Fort. He fucking built that shit out of fucking recycled lumber and sweat and tears and fucking van things like whatever <laughs> Man. he could do. He would go in the van slang for come. and concoctor a fucking. He would just pull it out. Like, I need a two by four, and dude, he built that fucking club. Toby is a goddamn god, man. Hell yeah, got man. I missed the him. fuck out of him. He made the buttons for the bar. Yeah. He can count change if you throw it on the floor by the noise. Dude can do. He's a goddamn wizard. He's a grumpy wizard. That's what I call that him. That was a fucking funny uh, anecdote from Chubby Behemoth. It's my one of my favorite stories anybody's ever told me about any human being ever in history. Yep. It is about... Sam and Nathan tell the story on Chubby Behemoth, which people should check out and also go to our fucking Patreon. But yeah, do what Jake just said. Check out Chubby Behemoth. Best fucking podcast I've ever listened to. Seriously. I don't talk about it very often. I know, but I love it. I'm saying that that to excite the fans. That's what I was saying. My favorite moments are when they bring you in because they're like, we got to bring Jake in. God damn it. Yeah, I just (laughs) fucking love when you talk, dude. And if you want to donate to the Chubby Behemoth pod, uh, Patreon, but don't have the money. Just send it to the broadcast geeks Patreon. <laughs> yeah, and just we'll send it sure to us first. It. Yeah, I got I got Sam placed in several bookstores tonight, so we're we're in a good place right now between us and the broadcast geeks. So let's, holy shit, yeah. are we a cinematic universe? A podcast? We are very cinematic. I, I am in both. And you are in both. on fucking werewolf radar. Hey, Sam lives right down the street from me, so we're we're, we're good, dude. We're, Wait, we are. What, what verse are we in? Is this the Jake verse? Is this is the chubby that, that would very much upset Sam. Yeah, it would. <laughs> he would both. be very upset. We all know. We all know who's the real no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's uh, Lon's universe. We're all just living in it. He, I think exactly. he's the elder son. That's true. He is the Denver comedy champion. I want to tell you guys a story. So we put up our latest rounds of uh hallway uh comedy feature black and white photos in the comedy fort. And before I went in, I saw the stack of photos and Mitch Jones was right on top and I was right on the bottom. And I was going to say, can you put Mitch and me together? And I didn't even ask. And then we went up, boom, Mitch and I are right next to each other at the comedy fort in the hallway. Come see the black and white photos of Mitch at Lucha Libre and laughs and me at a headshot from probably fucking eight years ago. Like, I don't take photos, but I have some old photos of comics that I was going to hang up in my wall uh, in the hallway there. In your own personal home? Well, no, I have them at home. But I was going to hang him at the bar in the in the back of the room room where oh, I was. Where I had the bathroom. That hurts, man. That's just like, oh god, we miss that place like church, dude. I got some old ones of like Sharpie and Bobby. Oh, and oh. Timmy's actually I, hanging up on the wall. Good. That sounds gonna, dirty, but I know. But you know, it's not. <laughs> I'm going to go stare at that picture at the comedy for it, like I'm fucking Homelander looking in on some breast milking, dude. You're going to rule that room. That's what you're going to fucking do, dude. I've imagined you on that stage, and I'm like, Mitch Owen is going to literally bring the fucking roof down on this place. So I don't, I don't know, man. I fucking I haven't done comedy in over. No, you're good, buddy. Hey, you know what the coolest thing is, though? Mm. No one has. Brought the Ford down at the comedy <laughs> Ford? No, no I mean, like, almost nobody's done comedy in a year. No, you 
Yeah, you're right. And believe me, Mitch, I watch headlines every fucking night. I watch everyone, believe me. <laughs> and they're doing they're doing their best job. I'll just I say have that. one last I have one last nerd thing to talk about. Yes. Are any of you are any of you reading The Last Ronin? No. No, but I wanted Ooh. to ask you about Is this. Is this the Keanu that Reeves looks awesome thing? Oh, turtles. No, the Keanu Reeves book's cool too. Make sure to buy it at Mutiny. But uh Get The Last Mutiny. Ronin's The Last Ronin's the first Ninja Turtle book that the two creators have done together <gasps> since they broke up in the 90s. So one of and the turtles dies, right? No, all, all of the three t- of them. I, yeah, three of them, and it takes oh place. Fucking god! Like thirty-five years in the future, so they're in their like forties, wow. and you, you don't know which age. you, you don't know which turtle's alive at the beginning of the first issue. And I don't want to spoil it for you guys if you haven't read it because you seriously need to fucking read this. Middle Does it age. rhyme with Spike Angelo? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Turtles, turtles live like a long fucking time, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I w- it's the story is every wild, day, and what? it will fuck you up. If they made this as a movie, someone would walk out of the theater and drain their fucking wrist. It is the saddest, mm-hmm. most devastating book. I cried three times reading the second issue. Do you think I they'll make it? it? I ruined the second issue and had to get another copy because I sobbed into it so hard. Do you wow. think they'll make it as a movie? I hope they make it as an animated movie because yeah, I don't know how they afford for like, Yeah. It, yeah, it you wouldn't be, go to a theater to see it, but do you think people who subscribe to a subscription service would, like, they would definitely I'd go take to a this fucking, I'd go to a theater to see this, man. It is epic. Right. It, it's so good that, like, I, I want to yell at the two of them for not writing together for 20 years. This shit is Who's the last amazing. Oh! Do you want to know? I don't care, so I want to. So. It's, it's Mikey. Michelangelo. And it's really fucking sad that it's Mikey when you find out it's Mikey because he's not he's right. At least he, ta- one he, it shouldn't he be. talks to he talks to his dead brothers like alone. Like he talks to them like they're there, uh, and it's aww. it's heavy. But then, and then I, after after the first issue, it starts him? going back in time and showing you how they've all died. So the next oh. four issues are how they all died, leading oh, Splinter, Raph, dude, Raphael's the first one you see. Well, Splinter's first, and then you see Raph, and Raph's Raph death gets is marked early. Dude, no, Raph doesn't get murked. Raph dies. It is fucking dope. That's the first time. That's the first panels where I was crying so hard it fucked the book up. Was when yeah, they, they're turtles. When Raph dies, it's it's raw. So from a collector's standpoint, Jake, is it worth it to get this again, even though they're not in their first printing, or should you wait for the trade? Uh, I mean, I'm point. speaking as hypothetically for me. Certain certain later printings have gone up in value more than the first printing, like this Kevin Eastman third printing. Yeah, I got on a whim. Just, one, how much is the one that you cried into? I'll pay a pretty penny for that. <laughs> for Jake Decker version, it, it, it's yeah. like eight. It's like eight or nine bucks after issue one. They printed them to demand, so they're not that expensive. Motherfucker's got like three teardrops in it. That's where it's like. But I have the director's cut of issue one. That's a little bit bigger and it has all the line drawings and shit. I don't keep going, bros. But the books, like I, and it's not just because it's Ninja Turtles. I genuinely don't think I've read a comic book this good in in years. Like the last thing I read this good new was probably when I read Mouse. You hate emotionally. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, that's the last comic I read that like really worked on every level. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And it and and it's just fuck, man. It's raw dog. April O'Neil. Oh, it's it's it'll rip your heart out. Say raw dog and then go April O'Neil. April O'Neil. I know. (laughs) I was like, you can't fucking say a lot like that. Uh, I mean, I I would raw dog. 
all the April O'Neils. So, I'm with all, you, Jake. I'm with all you. three of them: Megan Fox, uh, Judith Hogue, and whoever played her in number two and number three. On a, on a separate. So Raw Dogs is like three S's. On like, related note: I watched Mortal Kombat. And oh too. shit! I didn't know we were into this. And I tell you, man. Wait, 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 wait. Was this like? Wait, wait, wait. We're like way deep. Is this like episode worthy? Review, should we all go back and watch this show? We should bring it up and then we should if we're at the end. Okay. Anyway, so I just wanted to you you give a review and then we'll all go watch it. I thought that there were it wasn't flawless, that's for sure. Well, uh, fuck it's Mortal Kombat. But it was fun as fuck. The, the Dude, fight I had a lot of fun with were, it. Were from great. the beginning scene. Yes. Sub Zero yes. versus Scorpion and some of the casting Japan. was was great, some of it was questionable. Uh I, there aren't many characters to really cling on to except the guy who becomes Scorpion, Hanzo uh, Hasashi. And uh, other than that, like the main character is fucking terrible actor. What's his name? Uh, Jimmy Olsen from Supergirl was uh, Jax. And I don't know. That's where I knew him from. I couldn't figure it out. Thank you. It was it was fun. The fight scene. What about Kano, mate? Kano was my favorite character in the movie. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he, he just, fucking punches through lizard, uh, a reptile, and reptile. The heart. I didn't He's like Kano wins. I thought they did reptile wrong. If that was reptile, or that might have just been a separate that's, reptile character. No, that's that's how they did reptile after a certain point in the games. Yeah, I know. That's, that's not just a palette swap green. I wanted ninja. the green suit. Yeah. So yes, I would recommend watching it if you like the game, if you played the game, if you know just anything really about the game, it you're gonna enjoy the movie. It's fun. It's or if you just like kung fu violence. Great, yeah. Great yeah, man. Action. Kung Lao with his lots of blade hats. If you're there for story, you will hate it. Yeah. I agree. But I, I think agree. it was a good movie. I agree. I think it was a great movie. I had a good time. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. Sub-Zero, the dude who played Sub-Zero, he signed on for four more sequels. Behan. Which if you've seen the movie, yeah, Behan, which if you've seen the movie, uh, doesn't really make much sense. But I guess he would become Noob Cybot at some point, right? Because that's how it is in the game. Behan starts out as Sub-Zero, and then when he becomes Noob Cybot, his brother takes over as the sub-zero oh, mantle i don't i don't recall but i'll tell you they killed goro off pretty quickly yeah, they right. did uh, what if they're all prequels of the tournaments with different characters from the video games past i'd be down with that but the next I, movie's probably gonna have johnny cage because they're going to hollywood to get him who's gonna play johnny cage is it gonna be the miz from wwe hmm, i don't know i don't have they have they already started are they making a sequel for sure uh, I don't know. I mean, judging by how harsh this one's being treated and how it, the box office is just not there yet, my uh, guess is this will be a one and done. But I'd good. like to see more of it, man. I would too. Kano, Kano and Cabal had a really good interaction. Kung Lao was cool. I didn't like Luke Kang as much. I liked him in the original Mortal Kombat movie with the Muller. Yeah. I would like to see more Raiden. That was he was his power set's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I kind of think I kind of think it depends on how the new G.I. Joe movie goes. Uh, which will be a Snake Eyes solo movie. Fuck yeah. Um, if that 
hits, I think they'll kind of watch and see like how does modern kung fu, like you know, like modern superhero kung fu fucking karate movies go. I think they're trying to find Shang Chi, right? Right, right. So they're gonna like kind of see what's going on with Marvel, but. To me, I want a real Snake Eyes movie. That would be fucking dope, man. I'm like, but I feel like they're kind of fuck. They're trying to do right now is see what the modern superhero slash ninja slash video game market is, which is so fucking niche. But yeah, I guess we shall see what happens in the future. We shall see next time. Yeah. Uh, well, the next one's going to be the live episode. Yeah, uh, hopefully get a copy chi- of that. From the Chief uh, Bicycle and Comedy Festival in Trinidad, Colorado. Mitch will be remote. I don't think I'll be able to actually be there. I have to work, and then I'm also getting my second vaccine shot, dog. Well, wait a minute. We'll I'm just going to drive in. I'm just driving in Mitch's house and parking in the garage, in the driveway, and then waiting. And he's going to get in my car because no one wants to drive with me down there. So it's just like, I'm just going to wait in Mitch's house. <laughs> when you I'm said you're going to park in my fucking garage, I was like, don't, don't do that and leave the car. Well, I may just like forget which one is the brake and the gas and drive right through it. So. <laughs> Uh, like yeah, like so. a John Hughes movie, you know, from the nineties. I got like, more floor space. I'm going to be standing outside Mitch's window with a fucking beatbox and a mixtape that I made with like just like French code. come on, yeah, dude, and just we're gonna play it. We're just gonna play the tape and see if Mitch will come down. Play the tape. Play the uh, tape. Play the tape. All right. Well, uh, if you can join us live in Trinidad. Uh, if you can't tune in again next week, we have uh, you can write into us at broadcastgeeks at gmail.com, Twitter us at broadcastgeeks, give us a Instagram at broadcast underscore geeks. You can check us out on Apple uh, Podcasts, Podbean, and Spotify, or uh, send us an email. I think I said that already, but uh, until then, we say to you, Excel. 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 Excel.